Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter Podcast. I'm your host, Will. With me, like always, is my good friend and co-host, Steve. And it's too hot! It is. Yes. Unbearably hot. <laughs> you know, a lot of our episodes tend to come out when there's a hot, hot heat. And that's because we're too hot! We're too hot. We're on fire. We're And I feel like I feel like we're on fire right now. And I feel like our boy RJ is on fire right now. We're just hit, playing us the hits with these chapters lately. Like 31, 32, Woo! 33. This Woo! is one of my favorite chapters of the book so far. <laughs> I might even dare say this is up there with my favorite chapters of the entire series so far. I would say so. I would say you so. You can't just take my opinions. But this time, I'll let it slide. Why do you come on, man? I could if I agree, can't I take your opinion? I agree yeah. with your opinion. That's why we're letting it slide. <laughs> <laughs> this chapter, it's got everything. It's got it's got uh resolutions. It's got sneaking around in the dark and oh, being slippery. Snack. All right. It's got very snack. Deception. Ah. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's got it has cheese and bread, and it's got that's what I was glued on. Yeah, to. I was gonna say bread and cheese, baby. <laughs> right, those are your four basic food groups for a great great chapter here. It has Trollocs, at least mentions of kind Trollocs. of <laughs> plenty of kind plenty of? of mention of Trollocs. But the thread of Trollocs is the same as Trollocs. It's almost better. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like rather than although I do like a, a good Trolloc fight scene, it is generally the same. Our heroes aren't getting massacred in these fights. It's generally like a bird gets his head cut in half. You know, a dog man comes out, he gets his face cut off. You know, a goat man comes walking by, he grazes in the grass for a little bit because he's still a goat. Well, if I'm wondering, then he gets his head cut off. I'm wondering here. You know, when like usually when we go through battle situations, most of the time we're seeing it from Rand's point of view. And Robert Jordan, he's cleverly made up a whole bunch of crazy, weird names for all the moves that Rand does so that we, as the audience, know that he's doing, like, crazy Rand Fu, right? Well, and the Rand Fu is fun for your imagination, right? Yeah. And you can you can think of anything in there. Yeah, you can say uh, the cat in the cradle, you know? Wow, that's that's a classic. <laughs> that's, that's a classic Cat Stevens maneuver. Yes. We all know that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can just like take any bar name you've ever heard in your entire life any of those like something and something bars and then boom you've got the your, noun and nouns yeah, yeah nouns yeah. and nouns and you have yourself a ranfu move yeah i feel like the old pig and the duke oh the pig and the duke the hose and the hound I think... oh that you gotta watch out for that one <laughs> the drum and the monkey <laughs> drum and the monkey Ooh. oh the spinning in the drum and the monkey alone that's that's yeah well that's it and then and then of course the the drumming yeah, of part. course, of course, and the drumming. Then, you know, the monkey business. Then you, and then you throw in something that's like, you know, named like, you know, uh, limericks. And you're like, that's a terrible, that's a terrible move. <laughs> yeah, that bar sucks. I mean, that <laughs> move sucks. That move sucks. It's part of a huge change. That bar does suck, though. I mean, I mean, they're part of a huge. Uh, this is like this is a horrible. Calgary they're part of knowledge. a bullshit huge chain that just tries to rep- replicate Irish pubs. As an answer to people who don't want to go to like clubs and like fancy bougie places, but it's not like these places aren't expensive because they are. They, they are right? as expensive as any other bar. And you know what? I would arbor to say that people get more fucked up in those bars than they do at the clubs. Oh well, that but they, that is part of their design, also. Yeah, that's true. Right? Lots that's of cushions. True. Yeah, lots of cushions <laughs> for a reason. There was one of them that was part of that chain that I'm not going to name, but because I don't even know if it exists. But you could actually 
they didn't advertise it, but they like if the if the server came up and you just like asked, ordered a pack of cigarettes, like they would bring it back. You would get one. That's and it was great. That's genius. And they they and it was a it was a whole operation they sold. Like they were licensed and they did sell cigarettes, but they didn't advertise it at all. You had to know, and you could just order them Ooh, straight to your table. I like this. I like this as an entrepreneurial sort of. Uh, trick you know you get the licensing and everything but we, it can't be smoking so we got to replace it with something like that's you know better for you be- right? better like, for you um, but you still pepperonis pe- well, How about pepperonis? i think you still need some licensing you know and it has to be completely separate Hot rods slim slim jims slim jims yeah slim jims i think you need some licensing to sell some <laughs> people are sitting around they're like a lot of people in here are eating slim jims what but it's not on the menu it's not on the menu at all yeah this is a comic book store <laughs> server comes up hello my name is server my name is jim you notice i'm in particularly good shape yeah. today very you look at the name tag and it's like the name is written in slim jim images <laughs> and it just says jim yeah. in brackets slim <laughs> look i would go to a place if that is secret slim jim menu is all i'm saying oh man i think we're onto something here uh ranfu everybody uh so what I was going to what, play Shaq Fu. <laughs> I'm not getting down this rabbit hole. We'll just derail no, it. Shaq Fu. Absolutely not. We're going for the Sega. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> bringing it back. So what the point I was going to make before we got derailed there is that I wonder what Robert Jordan's going to say to represent Perrin's Perrin Fu. You know, does Perrin have names for his moves, or is it just like Axe goes into head? Blah. It's like Chomp. Chomp. Double Chomp. chomp. Extra Chomp. <laughs> right. Scratch. Yeah, claw. You look it up. You look at his Gouge. move menu. You go. You hit pause. Look at his move menu, and it's like back, back, X, down, square. <laughs> then there's one that's called like inexplicably. It's called Teriyaki Wolf Beam. <laughs> you're like, what's that one? Let's try it's that. It's it's almost impossible it like, to get right. It's just like a weird like somehow from the Wheel of Time anime that doesn't exist yet, but we all know it's coming sooner or later. <laughs> it's like a little scene from the Wheel of Time anime is slipped in. Parents just like Teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> Teriyaki wolf beam shoots a laser out of his mouth. Oh, wheel of time, everyone. No, but this is really cool chapter. One of the things I really liked was in this chapter was Perrin. Perrin, he really gets forced into sort of being a leader, almost a almost like a war general. Like, a, yeah, he's 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 coming into a leader. His own. But but this is this is it could be. I want it had me wondering if this could be some foreshadowing of Perrin. Mm. being in a, a you know a military position of leadership later down the road could be could be and because this is so impromptu and ragtag i'd like to see our little wolf boy leading you know a group of trained and able warriors called the wolf pack instead of a bunch of like confused farmers and children i mean but, which is fine you know it's fine it, it, it fit the the place of the story but i I do think he is doing that. He does have, like, just natural leadership qualities, man. All right? He's a wolf. He's a wolf. All right? Wolves know how to leave and they know lead and they know how to be alone. Be a lone wolf. All right? And it's a, del- it's a fine balance. Parent's coming into his own here, and you're right. Uh, but to his – I mean, maybe not to his credit. He does point this out in the chapter. But he mentions that – so the reason why he has to come to – uh, step into this role is because Lord Luke, this new hunter of the horn, who's everybody's so enamored with, he hates. Uh, yeah, Lord Luke sounds a bit like Lord Douche. Yeah, Lord Douche. Yes. It's he's getting worse and worse by the minute, and I have a sneak. He comes in all fancy looking with all you know. It's just like enough. Buddy. Well, and Parent points out he's like this. 
like Lord Luke has been kind of leading these people for the time being. And he set up like, we have to be like defending ourselves from the white cloaks and Trollocs. But the way that he's designed it is like all the towns and villages, all the people are way too spread apart. They're like pockets of 20 to 50 people. And Perrin comes in. He's just like, this is dumb. All right. You don't want to be like spread apart like that. You can just get raided in the night by Trollocs or white cloaks. Like this is just not enough people. What we want to do is pack up all of our shit, all of it, take all that shit, put it in the back of something, take it down to Watch Hill or take it down to Emmons Field. Probably Emmons Field because there's no camp there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you ever had an ant? You ever seen like an ant in your house? Like one ant? Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen 10,000 ants in your house? I actually... Because that's completely have. different. Those are two... Well, that's it. And I have two. And that's the thing. It's like those are completely two different scales. Yep. Yep. One ant... And that's what we're dealing one with. One ant, here. slight annoyance. You take them outside. Ten ants. 20 ants, 100 you ants. Take an ant. You take an ant outside? I do. I, I do I do that with spiders too. Like I don't have it I in eat me. it. I that doesn't surprise Ever me. since I watch Attack on Titan, well, I your... just reenact it constantly with ants. <laughs> well, that's because you're vegetarian, right? That's right. Yeah. Do you think And ants are my favorite plant. <laughs> did you did you hear that like scientists are looking into bugs as a form of protein replacement as we get into the future and uh, lose Well, I mean, what is a basic yeah. food like chicken and beef where you're just going to have to eat the bugs off the floor? Well, no, they'll process it into like a little cube for it. You'll get grasshopper cubes and throw them in like a stir fry. You know what? A grasshopper cube, I can, I can take. Can I, can I dip it in like? I've eaten, I've eaten grasshoppers. I've eaten like the chocolate ones, and I've, I ate a scorpion once. Yeah. In uh, in Thailand. Oh yeah. It was on a stick. Yeah, Thailand does a lot of bug stuff. Yeah, a friend of mine went there, and he's like, he has no problem with it. I, I think I'd have a problem with it. I don't think I can eat it. I went there. Am I not your friend? I just. No, are you talking about me? Different friend, <laughs> different friend altogether. Definitely not you. Definitely not you. Much Question, better friend. Is a scorpion actually. very, very cool? A bug. Him and I talk a lot. Not stop. <laughs> is a scorpion a bug? Is 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 it a bug? Uh, oof. This feels like a trick question. Um, no. I don't know. <laughs> Let's look it up. Like, I thought he was gonna like pull a wool over my eyes. Anyway, <clears throat> even though they are related, they belong to very distinctly different groups. Scorpions are animals in the order Scorpiones. Oh, Scorpiones. Scorpiones under the class Arachnida. Okay, so they're still from which makes them a distant cousin of spiders. spiders. Will yeah, yeah. Still, because scorpions have eight legs, while insects have six. Blech. And scorpions have two body segments, while insects have three. Blech. So those are your insect facts. That's why we all come to chapter by chapter. Welcome to insects facts. Uh, so Perrin does this thing here when he leads, when he starts looking at everybody. Like he admits to himself, like this is very obvious. Uh, but it is a good moment where everybody has a second here to reflect and go, like, you know what, Perrin is right. And it's a great moment for him to kind of like face Lord Luke. You know, it feels like one of those things where, you know, in like Adam Sandler movies where he does something incredibly stupid, but in, in incredibly inspiring at the same time. It's like in every single one of them. It's like Kevin James. Yeah. Kevin James said something stupid and he does like a cannonball that he's been afraid to do into like a lake for an hour and a half. And they get to the end and they're like, eh. This is kind of like that moment. <laughs> or like in Billy Madison when the kid pees himself and then Adam Sandler pees himself too. And then everyone's like, Aww. he's like, it's cool to pee yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess it's like that. I don't and know. And he goes up to the antagonist, whether it's like Bob Barker or something. He's like, face. This is what's happening here. He does. Yeah. But it leads to this. Okay. I, I want to talk about this because Fahil, uh Okay. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm treading waters carefully here. All right. 
Fael does the biggest red flag thing I think I've ever seen a character do. And I mean, like, all of these characters are terrible with each other when it comes to relationships. They just do everything wrong. But they're also young. You mean rela- like a relationship red flag? Relationship red flag. Fael does a relationship yeah. fight, like, yeah. flag, uh, yeah, red does. flag here. After- well, because we mentioned yesterday that she, that Perrin was a little concerned that she was given eyes to Will. Yes. And Lord Luke. And, well, that's this chapter. We get a little bit of the Lord Luke. Doing she doing the same thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Flashing the eyelashes, batting them, batting them. Right? What the fuck does that even mean? Doing a little, doing a little jig, right? Oh yeah, just like, like Aeon Flux, shaking it. She's acting like yeah, Aeon Flux. <laughs> I was thought it's Eon Flux. Is it Eon? Is I don't know. Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the animation, uh, and the animation's fucked up. I would not watch yeah, it. Yeah, I know it's. I I know it's like one of those things where it's beloved. But it's weird. I've never seen it. It's I've never really seen the animation. I, I probably would like it. I like weird things. It's, but I yeah. have seen the movie. Not good. Not good. No. <laughs> not not good. quite There's the a character, though, that has uh, hands for feet. Oh. And also, I think, hands for hands. Oh, you know, Jerry, Jerry Old, hands for feet. He's a beloved character actor. Doesn't get much work, though. Most of the characters he has to play have to have it's tough. hands There's for feet. It's tough. There's not a lot of... <laughs> did really good in the Planet of the Apes movies, back when they used to put people in costumes. All they, but now... Exactly. CGI Andy Circus all all over you know I I was thinking I was I was doing some yard work today and I was just like my brain was it's firing all cylinders cooking in the sun right okay, gotcha gotcha I don't know you tell me if it was firing on all cylinders because this is what I thought about I thought about Andy Circus should open up a circus <laughs> called Andy's Circus wow okay and the whole thing isn't real it's all a big screen right but behind the scenes it's him in different mocap suits yes and he does the whole thing yeah right. It's it's all mocap animated, but then at a certain point they just lift up the screen and you just see Andy Circus back there and all these little suits just like running around going like hey ha like acting like Yeah. You know. I don't know if you've ever seen people when they're recording mocap, but it's pretty good. Well, if you've never seen Benedict Cumberbatch doing smog, that's chuck that in. Yeah. That's great stuff. Well have you seen that? Here, it's pretty good. He's like acting like a dragon, but he's clearly still he's a man in a in like a mocap suit. Mocap suit just and he's just like around. crawling around hey. acting as and like, like making dragon and faces and stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's great stuff. It, here's here's a good point, a good jumping off point for that. All right, Apple has just announced that like new VR headset, like alternate reality thing, where it's going to act like a computer on your face or something. All right. I did not see. That. Okay, you gotta look that thing up. I think it's a I think it's load of bull and like it just. I don't think there's any real applications for it in the world. But this might. Yeah, I mean exactly. Like, what about? I feel like they already did that. Like ten years. Yeah, ago. they tried like Google, and didn't Google work. Glass. Where yeah, everyone Google. was walking around going like beep boop beep. Yeah, no. they're all like playing Dragon Ball Z with their little scouts. Exactly. But you take something like this, all right? You open up the Andy Circus Circus, and all you have to do is put Andy. No, Cir- it's called Andy's Circus. Andy's Andy Circus. Andy Circus. It's just called Andy's Circus. I, Andy Andy Circus Circus. And there's a big picture of him, his face smiling. Yeah, it's the one from the Batman. It's Andy's with an S <laughs> Circus. But everyone knows that Andy Circus started the circus and that he runs it and that he does everything. What if you use a, na- a name is important? What if you use the gla- those glasses and he just wears the mocap suit and you just like it's like theater in the round where so every the crowd's surrounding him and he's just wearing the ma- mocap suit in the center, acting as like gorillas and elephants and stuff like that. And all we need to do is put on the glasses and he can just do his thing. You know, it doesn't even have to be behind the like screen. That. It could be a 3D experience. You get a couple extra ones. All right, you get Benedict Cumberbatch. Throw him in there. Make him act like a dragon. He already knows the rules. <laughs> he's there. All right, Matt Damon. I'm not sure if he's done any. <laughs> no, we don't want him in there. Get him out. 
But I think ben we Affleck. Can, I think we can use Vin Diesel though because I think he mocap Groot. Vin Diesel. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just did the voice though. But for the for these purposes. But he needs to do the he dance that Groot. Baby Groot did in Guardians Galaxy 2. Oh, why does that thing fucking keep dancing, man? He loves dancing. It's like, stop dancing. If I knew anyone who danced that much, it'd be a real problem. It's cute. It's cute, Steve. I don't know what to tell you. It's not. It's not. It's a treat. And, first, and, and also, on top of that, Vin Diesel just loves to dance. Just let him dance. Let Vin Diesel dance. Oh, we know that. Diesel must dance. <laughs> all because of all those dance movies. Yeah. He did all of them. Yeah, Fast 1, Fast 2, Fast 3. They're about dance, right? Footloose. Yeah, I thought he's in that. I thought Fast, 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 Fast and Furious uh, was like step up. Yeah, it's not chapter thirty three. Everybody but it should be all right. Chapter thirty three. We gotta come back to this. Okay, so the red flag here. <laughs> it feels like it's been like twenty minutes already. The red flag here is that Fail admits to Perrin that she was making those eyes at Will and at Lord Luke to make him jealous. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying. I was just fucking with you. Eh, I know. Eh, she has that little. She has that thing. <laughs> she has that thing that all the Judzy people do now, where they just like stick their tongue out and they go. Bleh. <laughs> I don't know. But I was just like, whatever. Thought it'd be funny. Bleh. I didn't. I've never noticed that. But you're right. They do do that. They do that all the time. It's primary primary form of communication. But my tongue's coming way out of my mouth every time I make that noise, listeners. Just so you know. And uh, it is it is one of these things where it's like, don't do this to people. It doesn't matter if I don't you know, know. what gender let him, you are. Let them blah. Don't treat people like this. Let them blah if they want. The kids need to blah. All right? And if you were <laughs> at no, their the, age. No, the kids can blah. I'm just saying. And I mean, like, they can do it. It's just like, you know, don't do this to your partner or your potential partner or your wolf <laughs> oh, yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. It's a red flag, man. I do not appreciate it. Uh Perrin is skywalk skyrocketing to my T area, but Payil with that I wish she was skywalkering. She's skywalkering all all the way down to my uh, B area. All right, we gotta get into we gotta get into the the rescue attempt here. What'd you think? What'd you think of the rescue attempt? Like I thought this was fucking great. Yeah, I think I thought this great was stuff, eh? almost like a it almost did feel like a heist movie. Yes, but we're we're breaking you know. It's a prison break. Yep. You ever seen The Great Escape with uh, Steve McQueen? No, but I have. I've seen Chicken Run, and it's the same movie. Do 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 do. It is. Do 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 Chicken Run is the same, but with chickens. Yeah. So great stuff. It did kind of feel a little bit like that, of course. You know, minus the World War II setting and the Nazis and all that. Chickens for me. Chickens. I've never seen Chicken Run, so you've never you know. seen Chicken Run. Uh, you're probably no. you were probably too old for it. Now I think about it. <laughs> well, considering I've seen The Great Escape, yeah, probably yeah, and I that haven't. movie came out in like 1949. Yeah, but look, man, <laughs> the, the I think uh, parent. I'm pretty sure it came out in black and white and then got recolorized. Probably that makes sense. That that checks out to me. Um, okay, for this rescue attempt, parent pretty much pulls this all off without a hitch like everything goes according to plan and he's like it goes super well that's what i mean like this is like this is killer this could benefit from like a killer oceans 11 soundtrack yeah. behind it yeah and yeah it's parent making moves taking care of business tcb, TCB. and doing the whole like waking people up with the mouth with his with his hand over over their mouth and then putting a little finger up to his lips being like shh great stuff quiet yeah follow me yeah we're going to, have to fight for your life Right now. Take this. <laughs> and he just hands him my candlestick. <laughs> this is an axe. What? It's a candle. Shh. 
Go full. <laughs> he just starts screaming. Dies. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I loved it. It, it did seem almost a little too easy, but it's fine. I, you know, in this. Well, we don't know. There's a, there's a couple wild cards in this situation, right? We've got, we've got them, we've got them taking the, the like the Luhans out and everything like that. Like everything's going well so far. Coffins. The coffins. But the wild card in this situation situation is uh, Pat and Fane with a fade in there. Yeah. You know, and it, he always is a wild card. Whenever Pat and Fane's around, we know yeah. that he's playing that wild card. He's gonna drop reverse Uno cards on everyone and get everyone all fucking backwards and mixed up. And we love him for it. Yeah, yeah. So because now they're getting pursued by the uh, the white cloaks. They're going to go looking for the Trollocs and I think try to f- form like a distraction battle or something like that. Because like they'll have to end up fighting if they lead them to each other. Well, y- yeah, the idea and well, the idea is that for to, yeah, to lead them away. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, the others can escape and then end up so, in, this pa- in this battle. So they're distracted and then probably lose a couple of their numbers. However, if Pat and Fane has a fade with them, it's possible that Pat and Fane could guide or lead the Trollocs and strengthen either strengthen them or completely just like see two steps ahead of parents plan. Here. I was just thinking about, I know you haven't watched Dragon Ball Z, right? But later on yeah. they get into this whole like fusion thing where two fighters confuse together and they do a little dance <laughs> and they like put their arms up over their head with their fingers pointing in the air. And then they both like bend towards. Oh, each other I've seen this. I've seen this. Their yeah. 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 I've seen... They do the fusion dance. <laughs> and I was just thinking about like in this battle, it's like, Bad and Fade and a Fade come walking in <laughs> and they're like standing above everyone and Bad and Fade is like oh I see you think you are winning the battle <laughs> well get a load of this fusion ah! and then point. Bad and Fade Bad and Fade and the Fade do the point and they connect their fingers I have become Bad and Fade <laughs> and it just becomes the ultimate version that's what I'm here for oh that's great stuff he like yeah, it'd be like a great smile, but no eyes, you know? <laughs> yeah, but he has the Saiyan hair from Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> just inexplicably. <laughs> it's golden. Just like, Psh. Amazon, are you listening to this? This is how you rate a season. This is how you, this yeah. is what you give the fans, what they want. Yeah. Oh, man. Rafe. Yes. So that pretty much wraps up everything that I want to talk, to, uh, talk about with this chapter. Great stuff. Great stuff. Well, I like that. So when some a cool little touch when they were so essentially they break everyone out and then they start hearing the as they're as they're riding off they start hearing the horns of the white cloaks going off yeah so you know whether they realized uh, sounds like a ska band prisoners have been freed or that uh maybe they're on to them in some capacity either way they don't know but they do know that the white cloaks are sounding the horns and potentially coming Right, and then they start to hear different patterns and distinct patterns in the horns, which I thought was really cool, like some sort of code that's put into yeah. the way they're blowing the horns to, you know, initiate a certain strategy or to communicate what's happening. And I thought that that's really cool, and that's not something we see enough wow. in, especially in visual mediums, um, where I think it would work so perfectly. Yeah, well, you, th- I think you need somebody to explain that going in, unless unless they're using very no, popular- you do. Uh, very popular music like uh you know take on me the cover version by real big fish all right you just hear that blown from the white clothes yeah. and they're like oh fuck they're getting ready 
<laughs> They're skanking their way They're down the to hill. To death. <laughs> Why is that guy's suit? Why is that guy's suit green? There's a lot of neon going on here, and the checkers. Oh my god, the checkers and fedoras. What? Well, you. My cloaks are just. You would Scott put Andrews. a scene in early. You'd put a scene in early explaining, like when you explain the white cloaks or something, you'd be like, "Yeah, they're known for the ruthless, you know, military strategies, yeah, right, and, and militaristic strategies. Yeah, they do this thing with horns. People don't even know what all their codes mean, but this one means this, right? Yeah, means taco night. Every time we hear that, every time we hear that, we smell the aroma of... It's always on Tuesday. It's always on Very strange. And we just smell the aroma. The air becomes spicy. And spice. And tomato sauce. It smells delicious. Time to go smell Watch Hill. Great stuff. It smells like Chipotle. <laughs> All right, Steve. Get us the hell out of here. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thank you for making it to the end. And supporting the show in any which way you can. If you want to support us completely free, you can go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Those things are starting to add up. So thank you for those of you who have. They mean a lot to us and they help us get ads, which I'm sure you've all heard how many we have. <laughs> so that would be very appreciated. Of course, if you would like to go a step further, you can go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. Lots of fun stuff going on over there and bonus podcasts. Thank you for listening to today's episode and we will see you back here tomorrow for chapter 34. He who comes with the dawn. Hello, everybody. It is your buddy, old friend, old pal, Will. And I'm here, like I am at the end of all of these episodes, to thank our Gouda Grandmasters. That's right. Degree for Women, Big Cheese Daddy, Nick Korn, and Hilder. Thank you guys so much for everything you do to support this show. You guys know what I'm, what I'm going to say next. You know, if you want to be like them, head over to the Patreon. 
pick a tier, get a weekly bonus podcast featuring Steve and I yelling at each other for 30 to 30 minutes to an hour. What's interesting now is that we are covering the Mistborn series on our Patreon. That's right. The Brando Sando inaugural series that kind of launched his career and made him the fantasy staple that he is today. So we're covering that on the Patreon. If you like more chapter-by-chapter content, join the Patreon. Come on. The water's fine.